Hagen. Welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sheeran and the host of this podcast. Guys, I am super pumped that you are here. It is holiday season. It's holiday time. And, and I love it. Uh, no matter what you're celebrating or how you're celebrating, I hope that you have a great holiday season. Guys, I uh, can't wait for you to check out this episode. It's, it's a fun one. It's uh, it's quick and it's got a lot going on. We I couldn't believe you know how much there was packed into this episode. So, guys, I can't wait for you to hear it. Uh, and I love uh, I, I just love this time of year. And I could not be more excited about this episode. And I could not do this episode without my sponsors. Without Smart Choice, the fastest growing agency network, hands down. I mean, these guys are doing some major things, and they just want to be a part of your growth and your agency. And they do it with, uh, with class, and they do it with style, and they do it by helping you to uh, get better commissions, uh, to get uh, better access, and to just uh, get better as an agency. So check out smartchoiceagents.com. Uh, Also, my friends over at Canopy Connect, your one-click solution to getting all of those deck pages that you need to quote your prospects. Guys, uh, they are absolutely uh, fantastic. And not only can they get you deck pages with one single click, but they can also get you those loss runs that you need as well on the commercial side. So whether you're commercial or personal lines agent, Smart Choice and Canopy Connect are there for you and they can help you. And also, um, you know, I just, I think them together can help you a lot. So I love my vendors. Uh, I love my partners. I love my sponsors and they love you. And I think if you can, uh, if you need either one of those, reach out to smartchoiceagents.com or use canopy.com backslash Heath and you can get a discount, get a demo, do all those things. Guys, um, I want to jump out of the way here and help you to get in quicker with my main man. Steve Moore. Steve Moore, what's happening, brother? Uh, just another day in paradise, my man. How you doing? There you go. Man, I was just picking at you before we got out here. I was wondering if you were drinking that Ovaltine or if you had some chocolate milk. What you got going on over there? Oh, come on. It's just some good old-fashioned iced coffee, you know? All righty. I didn't know if you were uh, watching the Christmas story and might have been uh, dipping in that Ovaltine. Yeah, I won't, you know, I won't talk about what my creamer is, but, you know. <laughs> there you go. Um, it's not my proudest thing in the world. It's not the most manly thing. <laughs> I think I've got some some peppermint mocha at the moment. So, yeah. Ah, there you go. I'm typically a black coffee guy, but around this time of year, have you ever heard of a Cadillac? I don't think so. Dude. So my wife and I, we do half, this only at this time of year, because it's a Christmas thing, I guess. We'll do um, half hot chocolate, half coffee, but then we'll use Bailey's as our mixer. Okay. Or, our, you know, uh, yeah. dude, or you could do what I like to do is a little Bailey's, but then I like to drop some fireball in there and give a little <laughs> yeah, kick. Oh, man. A so rum good. chata, maybe. I'm a rum chata guy. Oh, dude. I, I didn't think anybody had heard of rum chata before, dude. I just drink that over ice, bro. That is <laughs> good, man. Um, I kind of feel like the dude when I do that. It's like my white Russian. I just throw a little. <laughs> Rum chata on some ice, yeah. Oh, man, that's some good stuff, bro. So, um, you you going anywhere? You do anything for Christmas? You do anything like that? Yeah, we got a lot going on for Christmas. Actually, uh, tying the knot and getting married right after Christmas. So we're, we're, staying, we're staying local, but then uh, heading out on a little cruise to Mexico to celebrate. So yeah, it'll nice. be a busy, busy season for sure. Yeah, that'd be nice to get uh, get a nice little cruise in there and come yeah. back, get ready to start the new year. Absolutely. I'll be on a boat for New Year's Eve. That'll be interesting. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Probably won't be that's too pretty cool. People won't be too intoxicated, I'm sure. Uh, right. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you might be, it'd be a bunch of old people or it'd be, you know, a bunch of party people. Who knows? Could be, yeah. But, Either way, yeah. you know. It's not gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be a good time though. Yeah, uh, that's exciting. Uh, so let's do this real quick. Let's take a walk down memory lane. Uh, for those who don't know, maybe some people living under a rock. They don't know who Steve Moore is, but let's uh, right. let's get after it. Uh, take me back as far as you want to and then talk to me about how you got into where, you, where you're at now with the index. Yeah, absolutely. So probably where it gets interesting from the insurance side of things is back in like 2009, um, went to work for a company called eBridge and they were a paperless company at the time. They were one of the first to jump in and try and get insurance agents to go paperless. 
Um, so I joined them, you know, as a national account manager, and they actually had just built a small AMS called eAgent. And uh, it was just me and one other guy selling that. We had a lot of success selling into Allstate agencies. And then Allstate actually bought the product in 2012. So went to work for Allstate for about nine years, had a blast running that product across the country, getting it rolled out to about 9,000 agencies and really kind of learned the ins and outs of, of agency technology at that point. Um, you know, Allstate, great job. I can get my 3% raise a year and oh, yeah. pension and all that, but it's just not in my DNA to, to, to stay somewhere like kind of get stale a little bit. So uh, I had actually met Brad Fuller from Lightspeed Voice um, Lightspeed Voice integrated with the agent. So him and I started talking and I went to jump on board and, and run sales and marketing for Lightspeed Voice um, going back to, gosh, that would have been 2021, I guess, right? To go back. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I jumped into the independent agency world and, you know, kind of some of the, uh, you know, origins of, of what I'm doing now started of trying to learn, learn that space, right? I had this vast knowledge in the captive world, a bunch of connections. But when I jumped in the independent space, I really didn't know a ton. Um, you know, stayed at Lightspeed Voice for about three years and, and uh, you know, jumped out a little bit from there. So yeah, it's been a been a fun run. Love the insurance industry. I love, I think I've, I say it every time I can, I think insurance agents are some of the coolest people on the planet. It's just such a hard job and, and people that are successful at it are just, I'm just, you know, in awe of them because it's just, it's a difficult, difficult business. And uh yeah, I just love the love the industry, love the people, love the community, and all of it. So, yeah, yeah, man. And so uh, I'm in the same. You know, I, I think we, we've talked about this before, but yeah, I did a little stint with Allstate as well, yeah. and the the whole three percent raise. It's funny you say yeah. that, but yeah, the the corporate environment. But yeah, man, I I was there. You know, I guess it's been before the pandemic. I, I did a short stint, and uh, it was a good little company, though. I wasn't, I'm not gonna lie, it was good, but uh, it was good to get back to you know, uh, roots over here and doing what I'm doing. But, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, I guess with, with you though, with the independent world, that was something you just fell in love with quickly because light speed voice is not an insurance carrier or anything, but you got to spend a lot of time and do a lot yeah, of cool so we, stuff. Yep. So light speed voice, it was kind of an interesting story. They kind of grew, they started as a, just a VoIP phone company servicing anybody. And they kind of fell into the all state niche um, there was a family tie into some all-state agencies that just grew and grew and grew. So then they ended up focusing on the on the independent agency world as well. Um, but yeah, as you jump into the world, it's just so hard to get a grip on who the players are. There's yeah. so many events. How do you keep track of the events? Who are the important technologies? What do they integrate with? You know, it's just a lot to to take in. And and as I've been in the independent world now for about five years, you know, full full on, you know, I'm still learning stuff all the time and it's just changes a lot. You know, there's new players coming in all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's just a lot of fun to, to keep track of and, uh, you know, just continue to, to grow with the industry, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I completely agree with you. I, I fell in love with this industry a long time ago, a second generation. And so, um, you know, I, people say they, they fell into it and I was born into it, but it's just, it's been good, man. It's been really good. But you know, one of the things I've noticed about you is we've gotten to do some events together and be around each other is you're uh, a lot like me. And in fact, if you're a big relationship guy um, and, I, and I see you, whether you're taking people out to play golf or you're going out to dinners or you're hanging out or you're just, if you're in an event, I can see you in the hallways talking to people or you're out doing this. And I rarely see you off in a corner on your computer working or on your phone yeah. or whatever. And you're normally talking to people, which is, it's, I say it's rare uh, in our industry, uh, but the people we run around with, maybe not so much, but you do go to conferences and see people on breaks on their phones or on their computer. Oh, man. When, I, By I you, say, man. I, when I'm in a conference and I see somebody sitting behind their booth, I just want to call their boss and be like, do you do you know what this person is doing? Like, 100%. you're paying for them to be here and they're like, those events are are gold. And, and you know, you hear it all the time, you know, all the deals are made at the after hours and all that kind of stuff. And and that that's partially true, right? The relationships lead to the deals at the end of the day. Yep. You know, not like you're brokering a deal at at, the, at dinner or, or on the golf course, but you're certainly opening that door. So when you do present what you're talking about, you're you're doing it as a friend and not as a sales guy. You know, and I think people understand, 
you know, if I'm the VP of sales and marketing for Lightspeed Voice, ultimately I want to sell them Lightspeed Voice, right? And it's not like I'm, you know, trying to trick them into anything, but yeah, it's, it's, you got to build the relationships and, um, and at the end of the day, you're, you know, I'm not doing it as much now. You're on the road quite a bit. I mean, it's a grind, you know, it's, yeah. you know, people get this kind of glorified view of it. And I would say it's, it's cool, right? Like you get to stay at some awesome places and, and see some different cities, but it is a grind. So I, I've just always wanted to make the best of it. And, and, you know, especially if you're, you know, away from, from family and, and home, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta have fun and, and, and make the best of it. Yeah, I agree. One of the things I, I would say is a huge compliment to you is when I first got in, you know, and started learning more about, you know, some of that kind of stuff with the the VoIP and whatnot, people would say, you know, when I ask them, like, what's your provider? Who do you use for that? They would say Steve. They necessarily wouldn't say Lightspeed. They would say uh, with, with Steve Moore and with them. And I'd be like, oh, and then I had to figure out like who Steve worked for, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, and I think a lot of people thought you owned the company for a while. I mean, I think you were like such a tried and true, you know, um, I think that's just a testament to who you are, whether you're wearing the, you know, all state shirt or the, you know, light speed or, you know, now, you know, get involved with the industry ins insurance industry indexed or whatever you you're doing. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I think, I think a lot of that falls into, you know, I'm an athlete, I'm a team guy, you know, you, you love your team, you know, you got your grizzly shirt on and oh, yeah. you look at business as, as the team, right. And, and whether yeah. it's coach mentality, player mentality, you know, and, uh, you can't be successful in sports if if you're not totally bought in, right? How many times do you see this? They put this great team together. Maybe let's talk about the Yankees, you know, might get some under people's skin there, but Yankees <laughs> always have the best team, right? But who makes yeah. the playoffs? The Tampa Bay Rays, because they're <laughs> you know, they got the team. Yeah. So um and it's just a great example. Or I'm a huge soccer fan. Um, you know, Chelsea in the Premier League spent oh, yeah. like half a billion dollars over the past three years and they're in 10th place, you know, exactly. And, you know, it's just, you have to have that team buy-in and every player has to be bought in, you know? So yeah, whatever I'm doing, I'm, I try to be all in on for sure. No, I, I completely agree. And I think you're right on some of that. When you talk about even, you know, we talk basketball and you talk, you know, some of that kind of stuff, like it in Miami, you know, when, you know, LeBron went and built his super team. They're like, oh, we're not going to win one, not two. We're going to win three, four, you know. Yeah. And then you know, they did win two. I'll give them that. But still, yeah. I mean, they should have the way they built that. They should have won four or five yeah. or six. Sure. But they just didn't have that. You know, I think yeah. there was a lot of egos there. There's a lot of, you know, back of the They're jerseys. The Lakers now. You know, the Lakers are kind of in that boat now. Yeah, yeah. 100%. You know, I'm not saying there's a common thread between those two things. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I'm wearing, you know, Grizzlies. You know, we have a lot of talent, you know, in yeah, Memphis. That's with true. Lot, but, yeah. you know, you've got, you know, a lot of selfish you know, people folks on the back of the jersey instead of the front. Yeah. And I think you got to be like that, you know, in our industry. I think if you want to make it, a lot of these people – you know, and I love that you are a relationship guy because I see a lot of people like, oh, I don't want to share my secrets and I don't want to get in these masterminds. And I don't want to go yeah. to these, you know, industry events because then they're going to steal my ideas. Uh, what? Yeah. No, and it's, I mean, it's I, crazy. I, I've said it all, you know, and I've been part of, you know, groups of vendors that have tried to pull together and everybody wants to share. I've always kind of joked, like everybody wants to share data until it's their own. You know, it, it's a great idea to see everybody else's, but when you have to put your own cards on the table, it gets tough. And some of that, you know, a lot of times it's leadership, right? Maybe the the sales guy wants to do it, but he, you know, he'll get in trouble by the boss or whatever the deal is. And, you know, it's it's a challenge. And, uh, you know, some, some technologies have come along that have tried to be built on this shared data concept, which again is fantastic. Like it's amazing. Nobody's going to do it though. Like at the end of the day, when when push comes to shove, no one wants to like an agent doesn't want to you to know exactly how much premium they have. They love being able to say I do X amount without having to validate, you know, or um, you know, so yeah, it's just people, you know, I've I, years and years ago, I remember somebody saying, like if if salespeople had to carry around their salary on a business card, there would be a lot more people selling stuff because you don't want to be embarrassed when you show, you know, how how little you're doing in, in essence. So yeah, it's it's tough when you're sharing your own stuff, um, but it's it's needed, and and you know we'll kind of get into it, you know, building this this mastermind group, and and it's really the hope is to to pull other service providers together and really start sharing information for the betterment of all you know vendors and agents at the end of the day. So you know we'll see how it goes. 
Yeah, I think that there's more and more talk over the last several years of the tech stack and making sure that it's not just about, you know, having the right AMS or the right CRM, which is fantastic. Obviously, I work, you know, for a company that represents two of the best in the industry. Mm-hmm. However, there's so much more that goes into, you know, that tech stack and all the other different elements to it, whether it's from accounting standpoint or it could be from a, um, you know, workers comp, you know, having to make sure all that's there or it may be a, a this or that product. And so yeah. are you seeing, you know, anything, you know, differently than I am or if you see anything new come out there, talk to me a little bit about the integrations that you're seeing and how important that is to an agency. Yeah. So I think, you know, and I'm, I'm not just, you know, shilling for, for the for the big company, but I feel like even since I've been around, Vertifor has made tremendous strides in opening up and integrating. You know, even on the Orange Partner thing, when I first joined Lightspeed Voice, that was just literally starting, and now it's really becoming a standard for you know. And I I actually just saw a you know, good buddy of mine, David Watson. He's yeah. uh, he's got some great stuff going on, and he just. You know, vertifor has got some integrations with Agency Zoom going on with him. You know, so it's just great to see that. So the integration side, I think, is good. Um, you know, I, I went, went on board with Better Agency for a little while when I went Lightspeed Voice and, you know, was really trying to bring a lot of that integration stuff in. And, you know, you just get into these whether it's developer resources or, or you get into these things and you just, you know, a lot of times companies just get frozen by an action, you know, of whether it's not having the money to spend or not having the resources, you know, so the, the true integrations across the board are tough. Now I will say I've, I've been, uh, I've formed a relationship with insurance gig very recently um, through my work with the insurance index. And that to me is like a really cool thing. And I'm, you'll be hearing me talk a lot about it coming up, you know, but they've built a basically Zapier for insurance where, you know, you don't have to, if you're a technology, you don't have to integrate with hundred technologies. They've already done it. So you just integrate with insurance gig and then you, they speak those hundred languages and you can get all that information in on a piece by piece basis. So, um, you know, I'm excited about it. I'm going to be spreading the word on it a lot and, and kind of see where it goes, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome stuff. Yeah. I was going to ask you to tell me a little bit about insurance gig. So it sounds like it's almost like a Rosetta stone for insurance. Like it speak all these different languages and teach you. Yeah. You know, those I, languages. It's, it's great. So Michael Labor is the, you know, he's the founder of it and he's a great guy. And he, he, he gave an example that just resonates so well. Yeah. It hit me. I, I use it now, but like if you're, you know, the United nations, there's whatever 144 countries in there and they all have these ear pierce earpieces all of those things get translated to English and then they go back out to that language. So if it's Tanzanian to French, and I think that's a bad example because I think they're similar, but um, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it doesn't go from Tanzanian to French, it goes Tanzanian to English, English to French. So insurance gig is that English aspect of it. So I just integrate to insurance gig and now I'm integrated with 140 different languages. So, um, and you don't have to, you know, you're not buying subscriptions for everything. You're literally paying piecemeal. So if you just need to use something a couple of times, I don't have to go sign up with a contract and all that. A lot of vendors have already jumped on board. So, um, yeah, I, I've, I've, you know, I have a insurance index, insurance gig marketplace that that'll be part of my offering as this company grows um, that I'm really excited about. And that'll be a big part of the, the mastermind is trying to pull people into insurance gig as well. Yeah. So do you, uh, do you see that taking the place of Zapier? You still think there's going to be a need for a Zapier out there? Yeah. I think Zapier has a tremendous value because it integrates, it's a, it's universal, right? Yeah. So, you know, whether it's Google reviews or, you know, whatever, you know, stuff is out there yeah, just outside the industry yeah, or maybe all the different VoIP systems have, you know, different stuff. But when it comes to true like AMS, CRM, you know, commercial, you know, there's, there's, it's, it's going to be something that, that should be a big part of the industry. And, um, you know, Michael's, Michael's got relationships that, that blow my mind and, and the people he can get on the phone really quick and he's built something amazing. And now I'm just going to try and kind of take it and, and spread the word a little bit more on the, on the sales and marketing side. So. Yeah, that's exciting, man. And, and I, you know, you've mentioned it a couple of times and I want people that are listening to Insurance Town my citizens understand what is you've mentioned this insurance industry index. Yep. Uh, I said that right. And I want to make yep. sure 
this is your baby that you've you've kind of started however many months or years ago. I think it's been months ago or whatever. But um, yeah. I'd love for you to talk about a little bit about that, how that came to pass, like where you came from with that, how you came up with this idea. What is yeah. I know it's you know industry events, it's podcast, it's uh, speakers, it's it's a lot of things that I think people have been wanting and yearning to have, and yeah. you you've kind of put it all together. And again, it goes back to your relationships, I would say. Because you do have relationships with guys like me, with Cass, with Hanley, or with yeah. Jenkins, or whoever it might be on the podcast side, and now you're getting to, and you know, anyway, I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep tooting your horn and making your bat your head huge, but yeah. I want you to talk about it a little bit. Tell me about this index. Yeah, so it, it's it's truly a living and breathing thing, right? So I'll go back to when I left Allstate and jumped into the the independent world. I needed to find all this information and there was nowhere to get it, right? There's there's a lot of associations, there's a lot of groups, and they'll, but they'll only present what they want you to see. Um, so I just started building my own spreadsheets of stuff. And then I went to enough events, I kind of became the event guy um, that people would ask about what was going on. So built the database, COVID hit, had some extra time and said, you know, hey, this would be kind of cool to turn into something. So I, you know, I engaged and, and built out the website. And when I started, my goal was really to provide a resource, a free resource for agents to find anything about the insurance industry they could, right? To your point, speakers, podcasts, events, jobs, technology, whatever the case is. So it started, I'm going to build a website. As I started engaging in a lot with a lot of the other vendors, presenting them the website, I really came to find out that they needed the information as much or more than the agents did, right? So you know, kind of pivoted a couple times and, and kind of the, the the main focus or two focuses, I would say now, the website's still going to be there, right? I continue to work on that. I want to improve it and make it so an agent can go there and find anything they need um, about their agency or the industry. Where I've kind of started to grow, first phase is really building a portfolio of products to present out to groups of agencies, you know, a lot of the vendors are trying to break in. They don't have a bunch of sales staff or they had to let, you know, maybe there's some financial crunch. They had to let people go. Then there's all the networks of agencies that have 50 or 300 agencies, but they're short on staff to get the information out or really be able to effectively manage the relationship. So I'm trying to fill a gap there to say, Hey, I've got this portfolio of products from these vendors. You've got this group of agencies. Let's, you know, come together I can be the single point of contact for all these vendors, make it easier for your agencies and kind of roll it there. So that's, you know, kind of one push now. And then the other piece is building out what is really the first of its kind, a, a merchant, we're calling it a merchant mastermind. So I like to say service provider. Vendor to me always sounds like it's derogatory, you know, where's the vendors over there? So um, so I, I had this idea, actually I talked to James Jenkins about it. He got all fired up because we were up in Boston at an event together. And then I went to Jason Cass with the idea because Jason's got a great mastermind. Um, and, you know, what we ended up talking about and collaborating on is to create kind of a partnered group to his agency intelligence mastermind. So he's got about 150 of the most technology forward, you know, advanced agencies out there. We're going to build this group of, you know, hopefully 40, 50, 60 vendors. You know, I'd love to have 100, but, you know, we'll probably start smaller, build it out and build it out. But as we're partnering with agency intelligence, we now provide access to those agencies, right? So if I'm a vendor, what do I always want? I want agency feedback. So, hey, we've got access to that. Um, also building out a huge database, you know, of everything. So, you know, what speakers are going to be at what events, what vendors are going to be at those events, you know, what technologies integrate with other technologies. So I've been doing a lot of work in the background, building that out. The hope is as we pull all the vendors together, they can actually help build that, right? Because it's going to benefit everybody. So now, you know, it's just a lot. And every time I talk, I'm like, all right, you're saying too much. You're going down too many paths, but it's that big of a thing to try and really just wrangle in and, and go. But, uh, yeah, the support's been amazing. Like you said, I've got strong relationships. People are willing to help. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of hopefully a decent summary. 
No, I think that I think it's great. And, and I think you're exactly right. And that's the thing about our industry, though, is you can start off one way and then it could just end up just expanding in some years because there is so many different things and avenues that you can go into. <laughs> and you're a lot, you know, like Jason and like myself and Jenkins, you mentioned and some of the other people, you want to solve problems. You want to solve exactly. a need and you yeah. see that and you're like, okay, well, not only can do, but I could also use these same resources to solve this issue and right. I could do this. I think that just goes to who you are as a human, uh, you yeah. know, beyond insurance is you just want to help people. Yeah. And I, I will say, I always, I, I always try and say it like I, one of like, not one of the, probably the guiding principle of the insurance index is it's going to be free for agents. Like I'm never going to charge an agent for access to anything. It's just, yeah. you know, they're the pulse of the industry. Um, you know, as far as accessing the information, obviously if they, you know, purchase a product through the insurance index, then yes, I'm, I will make money on that, but you know, they're going to be paying for that anyway. It's just kind of filtered right. through either way. Yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, the website will always be free for agents. Um, and the, you know, relying on the service providers and the vendors to, um, you know, share in that, uh, experience. So. Yeah, I, I think that's super smart. I think it's 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 crazy it's taken this long because there's been, like you said, there's been masterminds and associations yep. and groups forever for agents. Yeah. You know, and you know, I, I've been a part of another um quote unquote mastermind for vendors in the past. It just didn't work out because like yep. you said earlier, it's hard to get vendors together like that to share stuff, but you figured out a way and a recipe. Yeah, and I feel like I like the like I said, I think the the real cool points about it are having the connection to the group of agents, right? I think, yeah. and, and Jason's actually, Jason built a platform for his mastermind. And it's kind of ironic because he went and built this whole thing and he had been on Facebook for so long that those agencies wouldn't get off of Facebook because they had such an active group. So he just kind of had this forum sitting there. So we went ahead and he built out, you know, a second thing. So what will happen now is there'll be like the merchant mastermind group and then the, the agency mastermind group. And you can post independently on each. But then if you want visibility among both, you just tag it. So then when when the agent logs in, they would actually see a certain post from a vendor and vice versa. So, you know, that's it's a you know kind of a cool thing that no one else has got going on there. Like I said, the connection to the insurance gig is going to be awesome. And then, you know, really helping build out and accessing this database of information. So I think it's unique. There's some value there. I think a lot of times, you know, the groups I've been a part of, it's literally like, hey, give me your contact list and I'll give you my contact list. Who are your customers? I'll give you my customers. But there was no real value. There was no real um, draw to it. And one of the other things we'll do on the mastermind is we'll, we'll meet monthly as a group. And then there'll be subgroups, right? So there'll be like an integration separate thing. There'll be a, an event separate thing, you know, maybe an AMS, you know, so we'll build out these different subgroups. So, and you can be part of any or all of them, um, but, you know, really just engage with other vendors in a, in a very, you know, structured and intentional way. All right. It is holiday season. It is time to get out there and get some shopping done Go online if you want to help take care of your grooming needs for your partner, your friend, your family member, your spouse, your whoever. Go to manscaped.com. And don't let the name fool you. Women all over the country are using Manscaped as well. But uh, I say to this to you, women, um, if you're looking for something for your spouse to take care of their body, their chest hair, uh, their facial hair, their ear hairs, their eyebrows, their ears, I mean, their nose hairs, you name it. We've got it all out there for you from the lawnmower to the beard hedger um, and everything in between. They've also got deodorants and they've got uh, lotions and creams and gels and uh, preservers and the whole nine. Go to manscaped.com. And right now, during this holiday season, more than ever, we could save you money. 20% off a plus free shipping when you go to manscaped.com, scroll to the bottom and check out and click on mayor or say, you know, type in the word mayor and you'll get 20% off plus free shipping. And that's on top of any deals they've already got going on. So they may already have a 50% off right now or a 30% off on whatever. They also got packages where you can get uh, the lawnmower 5.0 plus the crop preserver. Plus you can get 
a beard comb or plus you can get a bag that has manscaped on it. Plus you can get all these other things in one package. Uh, it's called the performance pro uh, go to manscaped.com scroll to the bottom hit mayor. Also my friends over at old school marketing, O L D E school marketing. What they do is they have a new school approach to an old school way of doing things, which is direct mail marketing. Guys, I can't say it enough. There is a, a lot going on. There's a lot to be said for the old school method doing things. And it's coming back. I'm seeing more and more agencies putting out postcards or doing letters or doing whatever that may be right now, especially in this hard market, O-L-D-E, schoolmarketing.com. Tell Rusty I sent you. I promise me. I promise you. I promise you. You're going to be so happy that you did. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah, I think the other thing about it that I'm thinking as you're talking through this is one of the most important things I think, you know, in being a good agent or a good vendor is having your finger on the pulse. And this can be a good way for someone to get involved and they hear the newest and the latest and the greatest 100%. things. And yeah, and there's, there's like I said, there's no way to keep track of it all. You know, like I was, and we were talking, we mentioned Indie Tech earlier. And I was like, Indie Tech, and I saw Cake, right? And you yeah. See him and you're like, you know, never heard of it. But then you look at it, like, this is freaking cool. Like, yeah. You know, how, how, how did I'm, I'm so locked in on everything? How did I not know? this existed, you know, and that just happens all the time, you know, and, uh, yeah. So, well, yeah. then you, you also mentioned, you know, your buddy, David, you know, again, when he's in an incubator mode, he's trying to get yeah. his company started up, up and rolling. And again, a way for you to help people like that, yep. you know, to be able to get involved and find agents quickly and get off the ground quicker. Absolutely. Cause as an indie tech, uh, or insure tech or any kind of company like that, that's the hardest part is getting customers yeah. to find you first. Exactly. Yeah. And then you know, one other cool thing, you know, Indie Tech happened. And then as Jason was planning for next year, and this is kind of really where I was just like, okay, I need to do this. Like I've thought about it. I need to do it. Jason posted just about like a steering committee for next year for Indie Tech. Yeah. He had like yeah. 40 vendors show up for that thing. And I was like, man, these people need a voice. Like they don't have a voice. They want that voice. And, and you know, hopefully we can fill a need and, and provide the value. But yeah, it's, the, the merchants are craving an outlet and, uh, you know, we're hoping to, to fill that gap. Yeah. Because you mentioned earlier, the agents of the heartbeat or the backbone or whatever your wording was. And I agree with you hundred percent coming from an agency background, but also I spent the other half of my career on that merchant background and I'm, you know, involved in that now yeah. and I worked for a carrier. And so it's like, I, I also believe that without merchants and without, you know, carriers, these agents got nothing to sell or no way yeah. of being efficient. Yeah, they can't keep up. Can't keep up. Yeah. And so, you know, I think every agent in America would agree, you know, unless they're just that arrogant. If you don't have anything to sell or have any way to keep your process together and stay yeah. efficient, you really, with the technology to keep you, you know, relevant, then you really yeah. got. I'm, I'm a, you know, like I said, we're both relationship guys. And I feel like the independent agent building that relationship is great. I do firmly believe that an agent needs to use automation to do that. Right. And I'll, I'll point to agency zoom as the, as the best example there. Like you've got to have a tool like that and automating tasks that, that need to be done to keep you in front of your customers and prospects. If you're not doing that, you just, you're going to be out of mind and they're getting hit. Every consumer is getting hit multiple times a day, whether it's on TV or on their computer, you know, whatever the deal is. So you've got to, you know, have that, constant reminder to your folks and and uh you know you have to use technology to do that it's impossible to, to do it otherwise but still provide that personal value when they need it yeah i'm glad you brought that up because you stole my next question but i still want you to you know expand on that a little bit because i still think as many great citizens out there that listen to this show that are you know all up into the technology to have a great tech stack there are still some hell i'm in arkansas so yep. and i say that jokingly to my friends in arkansas but there's still agents out there from here to even california and somewhere in the east coast that still have file cabinets or still do things the way it's always been done you know talk to those agents for a minute you've got you know as as scott howell would say the two hundred fifty thousand that are listening out there you know talk to them a little bit about you know what that means you know why if there's still some on that fence of Maybe I should get a CRM. Maybe I should get this piece of technology. Maybe I should. There's still some on landlines that don't have VoIP. Yeah. You know, just things like that. If you could just kind of push them off a ledge a little bit, give them a little bit of Steve, Uncle Steve advice. Um, yeah. 
you yeah, know, what so, would you say to those? So I, I'll even just go back like to when I was at eBridge, right? We were selling a paperless solution and Eno was was the, our big push, right? Like yeah. buyers are liars, right? At the end of the day. So, <laughs> right. You know, there's a there's a cover your butt aspect to technology for sure. And yeah. then as we built eAgent, it was we would just preach. If it's not an eAgent, it didn't happen. There's no way you can prove something happened unless there's a technology aspect to it. And it only takes one. It's just like, you know, I'm in Florida. It's, oh, no, never had a hurricane hit hit this area. We're, we're good. This area never floods. It only takes one time. It only takes yep. one claim. It only takes one bad consumer to destroy your livelihood, really, yeah. at the end of the day. I mean, you build a business for years you know, one thing, one bad thing can happen and, and all of a sudden your your business is gone. So yeah, it's I, I think above all else, protect yourself and then grow your business at the end of the day. And and I'm never gonna fault somebody if somebody's built a business for 10 years and say they're making, you know, 125,000 bucks a year and they're good with that and they, they don't care otherwise, I'm not gonna fault anybody for that. But if you're not backing yourself up with technology, that could disappear real fast. Um and oh by the way, just by protecting yourself and turn, turning on a couple of levers, maybe that 125 turns into 175 or 225 with very little or no more effort, maybe even less effort sometimes. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a protection. It's definitely a growth tool. And, you know, maybe you've got family, you want it to be a legacy type of business, you know, you want to have good records behind it and all that. So uh, yeah, hopefully that helps. But I think it's, it's inevitable. I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to learn artificial intelligence stuff now. I'm like, every time I'm like, I feel like artificial intelligence could do this and, but I don't know how to get there. So I'm not quite, I know I need to be, um, but just in general, from an automation standpoint, you've got to have automated tools. Um, and what's better than having recorded, you know, going back to the VoIP thing, if you have every voice, if every phone call recorded, um, and there's even some technology now that can spin off of those phone calls. That's amazing. Um, most data in the world is in, in phone calls. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. You, well, you earlier you brought up the automations with the customer journey, and you talked about that helping. And now you bring in that aspect of it that you know cover your ass mentality to make sure you know you've got everything in the technology to back you up and make sure it's all there and whatnot. And I just think. You know, the third piece of that, in my mind, there's probably five or six pieces, but the third, for me, the value that I see there is, you know, to be able to, you know, help your staff or your agency to be able to do what they do best, which is what yeah. we we talk about with building relationships. And if you could take something off of their plate, you mm -hmm. know, and automate it, or, you know, uh, maybe you find a VE or a VA or somebody like that to help take some of that stuff off. Yep. And then you've got automation, you got this. Now your people are not so bogged down with, you know, busy work that they're Absolutely. able to go to maybe a chamber of commerce event, or maybe they're able to get out in the community and go do a fundraiser or go do yeah, a service project or whatever, or even just go play golf because they want to get out in the afternoon and play golf with a couple of clients yep. and build that relationship. I think there's a lot to be said for that too. Yeah. And it's, you know, as, as you get younger talent, they're just going to expect you have technology you know, if you've if you've Great got a legacy point. agency that's been around and, and they're used to it, but when you go to hire somebody new and they're like, oh, we, we're doing what? We're still dialing on a dial pad and you know we're still using Excel over here. You know, it's it's going to be harder to find people and um, just keep that business going. So, and like I said, they're every consumer is getting hit constantly, trying to take your business really at the end of the day on a customer by customer basis. So, yeah, just got they got to have. It. Yep, I, I could I couldn't agree more. And so, okay, so today and I'm gonna have to release this episode sooner or later because I'm gonna go ahead and date the podcast. But today, yeah. you know, obviously people can't hear this today, you know, and listen yeah. to this today. But this afternoon, you're gonna be doing a mat, you know, a uh, a webinar or something to that yeah. effect. Um, yep. And I'd love for you to talk about that. You know, we'll just talk about like it already happened. Yeah. So what you know, um, what happened on this call? What were you looking for to accomplish on this? And do you are, do you plan on more of these in the future? Yeah. So today is really the true kickoff um, to introduce the mastermind out there to the to the merchant community, and it's really a hey, here's what we got, you know, and here's how you get involved. And then um, we'll start meetings in January, so it'll be the second Thursday of every month. Will be our true mastermind meetings. Okay. And obviously. 
you know, I would love to say that 40 people are going to sign up right away and we're going to be off and running, but clearly we'll have to do more of these informational webinars to get people on board along with one-to-one -one outreach out to, to other vendors. But yeah, the goal is really to explain what it is because it is different. It does provide different tools than, than I think anything else has, has that's been out there. Um, so yeah, it, it's probably going to be a, you know, 30 minute ish overview. Jason Cass will be on there. So maybe 40 minutes. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just joke cause Jason and I are, are great friends and, um, oh, yeah. you know, but we're, our personalities are, are, are vastly different. So I'm like, he's, he's just winging it. He's like, yeah, I'll be on it like two fifty five and ready to go. And I've got my, you know, 12 slides. I'm ready to, you know, I've got my hyperlinks and everything ready to go. So we'll see how it goes with the two of us kind of partnering in theory, it's my group and he's helping, um, on the uh, forum and all those different things, but I know Jason well enough to know that he's going to, and that's why I'm, I'm happy to be partnered with him because he'll, he's so passionate and, you know, Oh my gosh. You know, that's something that you can't take away from that guy. He's got that passion for whatever he's into, yep. which is why he is so successful, whether it's indie tech or his mastermind or, and again, yep. damn it, Jason, I'm not trying to blow, you know, I know he doesn't, I, no, <laughs> no, he definitely doesn't, but, he definitely deserves that, though. Um, I think there's a reason why. And, yeah, and he's, I always say, like, even, you know, Jason's a good example, and there's there's plenty of others, but just the fearlessness, I would say. Like, I would say I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out on my own now. I'm trying to build this thing, but I don't still have that, like, you know, just true, I'm going to throw myself out there, and there's no chance I'm going to fail. You know, I still have that, like, is this going to be okay? Like, is this going to work? And, you know, Jason and others just have that, like, yeah, why why would this not work? Of course it's going to work, and I'm going to make yeah. sure it does. You know, um, so yeah, he's a, he's a good guy to have pulling you along in the on the mentality side. Yeah. So um, now that you've done this, we're again we're we're post the webinar and we're starting January. You know, the the second Thursday of each yep. month. Um, if someone didn't have a chance to listen to that, they missed it and they're listening to this now, they want to, can they jump in, whether it's February, March, April? Absolutely, yeah. You know, so it'll be an ongoing thing. There's certainly no start or end date on it. Um, we'll be posting the recording. I'm sure once it's done, the recording will be out there and available. Um, but yeah, you know, we want to definitely get the word spread out there. We're, you know, hoping, uh, you know, to get some some big players on board up front to to kind of help drive it as well. But yeah, it'll be, uh, you know, I was so, kind of said, kind of got three prongs going on in, in my business life. So a third of my life will be focused on that. So that's eight hours a day and then yeah. eight, eight hours on, on the website and then eight hours on the, uh, it's another project that I have going on. So, so what was someone like, if there's a, a person, a vendor out there listening right now, let's say it's March, you know, and they, they're ready to jump on to say, what can they expect? What are you looking to do on these calls and to accomplish um, on these meetings? Are they yeah, all going to be webinar style? Are they all going to be like a closed style meeting or? Definitely be closed meeting. And, and the hope is that it's not me just talking. I think, you know, we'll definitely, I'll definitely be sharing information on the industry, what trends are out there. You know, the goal is to eventually, right. If we can build kind of a strong coalition, we could even potentially go to events together, you know, you know, yeah. really kind of have, have a, a, a group mentality there. And, you know, sharing about events, which ones are, did you have success with? Which, which ones did you not, you know, who's going to what this year? And then my goal truly is to drive the integration conversations. Um, so I do still think while there's been progress, there needs to be more progress. So, and then really sharing information about, you know, new vendors, you know, whatever's going on out there and, you know, certain groups or, you know, have promotions going on or, you know, like they're, they're looking for a certain thing. We can kind of share that information, but yeah, I've been a part of different masterminds and, you know, I really feel like they're kind of their own living, breathing thing and they kind of take form. But at the end of the day, you know, we want to drive each other to do better. We want to drive the industry to do better and, you know, really just kind of pull resources and, and build, build something cool to, uh, yeah, just to help, man. It sounds corny, but it's, it's really the goal. No, and I, and I believe that. I really do. And so I, I think that what you've got planned out, and I think all of this is so relevant, so helpful for those that are, are going to be a part of it. And so I think back to, you know, or I think about vendors that, you know, uh, right now that never heard of this, 
and they're not, not only the mastermind, but they just want to be a part of the index. How can they get listed on the website? Or if there's a podcaster that happens to be listening, or if yeah. there is a speaker that wants to be listed, or someone wants to begin speaking a career, yep. you can probably help them launch that too. 100%. You know, yeah, uh, that's really the goal. That's really the goal. So yeah, there's the best way is, is jump out on LinkedIn. You know, you can obviously look up Steve Moore, but there is a insurance industry index LinkedIn page and there's a form that you were kind enough to fill out Heath as well. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a jot form. It's just got the information on there. I post it out. Um, that's free, right? I'm not charging anybody to be listed on the website. You know, there is some premium placement opportunities and there's more proactive marketing, which, you know, like I said, it is um, can be free to agents, but yeah, if, if I'll just use a, I won't say a specific vendor, but certain vendors, they want to give me X amount of dollars for, for signing people up. Obviously I'm going to go out and proactively try and do that. Um, so, you know, there's different ways we can work it out. Yeah. Well, uh, that's even huge to hear that because let's say again, going back to one of these, some of these startup companies, some of these newer yeah. companies, you could be kind of their CMO. Yeah. So for a minute yeah, to help goal, them out. yeah, I want to be kind of a fractional sales staff for yeah. vendors and then also almost like a fractional CTO yeah. for the networks, right? Like they don't have, you know. Yeah, I think that's super that. smart. So, yeah, so it's it's. And you can even, you know, yeah, I love that. I think there's a lot. There's also that, uh, you know, consultant aspect if you wanted to yeah. on for the agencies. And I know yeah. there's, you know, a couple other companies out there that have done this and that do a good job at it. But for you to be able to bring all of that together. You know, you got some here and some, but you're bringing it all in one. I think that's super awesome. Uh, and so you're not doing this by, you know, seats, like not just one CRM. You could be multiple CRMs in there or yeah. one AMS or one vendor for this or that. So you could have competitors in there together, which I don't think is a bad thing either. You can learn from your competitors. Yep. And I've always been a believer in that whole keep your enemies closer kind of thing. And yep. so yeah, I yeah, say so enemies, my, enemies very lightly. Yeah. So my vision on the, on the website side of things, like if I'm thinking two years down the road, like right now, if you go out there and you search for AMSs, you're going to get a list. If you search for CRMs, you're going to get a list, which is cool. You've got yeah. the list, but where I'm really driving and, you know, I need help from the vendors, obviously, to kind of build out the information and even, even agencies. But I want to be able to say, like, I'm an eight person agency in Topeka, Kansas. I focus on commercial and I'm looking for a CRM. And then, you know, just based on data and statistics, okay, these four are the best options for you. You know, if you're focused on, you know, personal auto, you're going to get a different list than if you're focused on commercial, right? So really kind of build and narrow down by size, by, you know, demographics and all that good stuff. Where where should my technology needs be be met? You know, because they're, and I, I don't think you'll talk to a single technology company that says, we want everybody to use this product yeah. because we just everybody that does that, you, you spin your wheels for, for years and waste millions of dollars. Most people are either building it for a bigger agency, a smaller agency, a commercial focused agency, a PNC agency, a life and health agency, you know, so I don't need all the CRMs. I only need the CRMs that are relevant to me. So that's the goal of driving, driving the road on the website side. Yes. Okay. So, I think we've hit everything that we want that I wanted to anyway. Is there anything I'm missing that we didn't get into with the index or with the mastermind or just all the cool stuff you've got going on? We even talked about your your honeymoon, your wedding. We talked there about that. I mean, is there anything that we're was missing? Great. Actually, I just peeked out. I was like, holy cow, we've been going for I know five minutes. But anything I'm missing? Anything that Yeah, my daughter just had her third her third child, which is insane. Um she's 26 and had her third child already. And I'm always like, why would she do that? And then I realized, oh yeah, I did basically the same thing. Which <laughs> right. Now I have three grandkids already, but yeah, so it's, 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 it's fun and interesting, but uh, yeah, no, the kids are great. One, my one daughter is a, a professional Fortnite player. She streams on Twitch for a living. So that's always, Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's never boring for sure. No, I guarantee it. That's really cool. I didn't know that. Um... Yeah. That is cool. Well, man, I, I couldn't thank you enough. Uh, I appreciate you coming and hanging out with us. Um, I hope that everything goes well this afternoon. Yep. And, you know, I say that, you know, I'm dating the podcast, but yeah, I'm hoping that exactly. people that listened to that today had, you know, a lot from it. And then if you missed it, um, if you missed that call, if you missed that, 
you know, give them some contact, Steve, if they could find, you know, whether it's the website address, your link. Yep. I know you mentioned LinkedIn, but tell them, you know, because it's not yeah. spelled more M-O-R-E. You know, go ahead and tell them how to get to you, what's your last name, how you spell it, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. So email address is stephen.moore at theinsuranceindex.com. So it's, it is M-O-H-R. So right not, not related to the famous Doug Moore from Vertifor, but uh, <laughs> I thought they might have been brothers. Exactly. Um, you know. but yeah, so that's the email, stephen.moore at theinsuranceindex.com. LinkedIn is just Stephen Moore or the Insurance Industry Index. Um, always happy to help if, if you're a new agent, a new vendor, and you just have, you know, want to talk to somebody for a few minutes. I'm always happy to do that. Um, and uh, yeah, I can do Facebook as well. I prefer LinkedIn. If I try and not do too much business stuff on Facebook, but uh, I know it's it's a it's a needed thing, but I, I try and shy away from it as much. But uh, yeah, those are the main ways, and the website is theinsuranceindex.com, and uh, yeah, excited. I got a lot going on, so it's very good. So yeah, it's not too late. Whether this is a year from now, you know, maybe you're in 2024, 2025, you know, this thing will be, you know, still around for eons to come, and so jump in there, learn more about it. And if you are wanting to jump off the ground as a podcaster or a speaker or a, a new company, reach out to this guy. Um, you know, if you're an agent and you're listening to this and you want to, you know, find out about the latest and greatest things, I, I'm sure he'll have a newsletter if he doesn't already, or he'll have something going on, some sort of way to communicate with you. Find that. Uh, this guy's a gem for the industry, and I appreciate what you do. I appreciate you jumping in, hanging out. You know, good luck on your, you know, wedding and your honeymoon and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Super exciting, man. Good for you. All right, brother. Thank you. And I'm sure we'll see you soon. Yes, sir. I love that guy. Uh, that was a good conversation. A lot of fun. Went by way too quick. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. All of those things to those out there listening, uh, all the citizens out there in Insurance Town. We, uh, we love you so much over here. Uh, from my family to yours. We wish you uh, the best and the happiest of holidays and a happy new year. All of those things. Thank you so much, so much for listening. Please hit subscribe, subscribe button. Give me a little present. Hit that five-star button. Be the best present you can give the mayor. Uh, I think we're over 100 stars, so I'd love to get some more of those just to keep us growing. I appreciate you guys so much. Have a good time. Enjoy time with your family. Enjoy time with your friends. Enjoy this time of year. And uh, I will see you in the next one. Bye.